Welcome to Alive and Kicking, the 90s football podcast. The podcast that's more 90s than hearing Foda Friend for the very first time. Chris Tarrant and all. My name's Ash Rose, your host, your guide on this, the original 1990s football podcast. And we're taking another launch down memory lane today in the best decade. What would we used to say? I have said this for a while, actually. The decade that changed football forever. Yes, we are. It's going to be a quick intro. I'm on my own today. Uh, Ed Chambers, the landlord of the Football Tavern, couldn't join us for this episode, uh, which is... A launch back down, I said launching tonight, a lot today. A launch back down, uh, an avenue we've been before, but we're an avenue that we all love. We actually, me and Ed spoke a little bit about it last week, um, which is stickers, panini stickers, in fact. We all love the collecting panini stickers or Merlin stickers, it was to be uh, more later in the decade, or cards or coins. In fact, when we think of the 1990s collecting it, there was a lot. I and mean, we think we have done an episode on collections in general way, way back in the uh, the infancy of this fine podcast but there was everything everything you can imagine in the 1990s to collect it was a kind of a fever in collecting time like pogs pogs people they were a thing of the 90s weren't they they're one of those things like toto scalacci that belong in a decade i don't know if they existed beyond 2000 or before 1990 so yeah pogs were there were football pogs although i think they were called merlin caps or something like that but that sort of thing we're not talking about them today maybe we should go back and talk about them more though for those who haven't or if you want to go way back in the archives do it up to you if you want to let us know let us know on the twitter feed that's always a good barometer good word of what people want to hear but we are talking for needy today because you may have seen on our own twitter feed and mine personally as well because i was so happy to receive it for through the post is a brand new book that's come out uh, it's a second edition, or in in this in this guise, it's actually a couple of more editions as well, and a slightly different guys which we go to uh, on the podcast. Uh, it's basically an anthology of of Panini sticker albums from 1986 to 1993, which obviously falls right in our remit. And it, it you literally just open the the pages, and it's the the sticker pictures album. So it's like filled albums all put into one book. Go on the Twitter feed. I, I've shown an example, and we go into it in great detail in a second and if we're talking panini there's only one man i need to call on he is the oracle of sticker collecting mr greg lansdowne greg i've known for many years we've done a few podcasts on this we how we have done one on panini where we talked with i think we did a deeper dive on the origins of panini and some of the collections and we do touch on that today but i wanted to talk specifically about this book his role in it the 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 sticker albums of the early 90s which I, I hold quite dear in my heart as well because they're some of my earliest memories of sticker collecting i admit like merlin 94 was the big album i think because it was it came with the shiny new premier league as well and that was the first album i think i ever completed i've still got it down there behind me in the office and the following year and the following year so 95 the black one 96 the red one uh I, they were the they were the big like peak sticker collecting for me but I was very much Panini as well in terms of those early 90s albums, uh, some of the ones in the latter 90s as well, which me and Greg talk about, and the cards as well. Again, we'll, we'll chat through. So I've got Greg back on uh, to talk about Panini and this new book, which obviously it's Christmas around the corner. So if you're looking for a Christmas present for your 90s nostalgia friend or you are making a list and checking it twice and you want to send it to Father Christmas, I would put this on the list because it is 
awesome. It's an absolutely awesome. And um, I mentioned there are other themes. There are other World Cup Euros ones. But again, we'll get to that on the show. Um, quick intro then. Let's get into stuff. Uh, thank you, as always, for all the support you give us on the Twitter feed, on the reviews. It's always, always appreciated. I know we're not as regular as we want to be. We will try. or We always do try. But scheduling and all that, I'm not going to sit there and stop putting excuses. But we'll try, we'll try to be more regular going forward because it's always great there's such a great nostalgia i say corner but it feels like a, a whole atmosphere now on the twitterverse the or x again whatever you want to call it but there's so many accounts uh that follow us and it's like a community that would that i think i feel like we've helped can help build not us solely of course but definitely you know there's a there's so many accounts now much more than there were when we started so um i, I play i appreciate all the support if you don't follow us follow us on on x twitter or whatever you call it these days at ak90s and that or, and join in the fun uh but let's get into it then let's get stuck in yeah that's used that that pun as always here's me and greg lansdowne talking some more panini stickers of the 1990s Sit back and enjoy a nostalgic ride through the decade that truly changed the face of football. If the 90s are now retro, then it's time for a celebration. Welcome to Alive and Kicking, the 90s football podcast. Joining me on the line, it's a bloody pleasure because I haven't had this man on the show for a very long time. Too long, in fact. Part of the family, the Alive and Kicking family. Um, it actually made me laugh, which I'll say in a minute, what, what made me laugh about texting him earlier. But let me give me his uh, his full introduction. Mr. Pellini, as I like to call him, author, journalist, Greg Lansdowne. Greg, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much. I think it, I think it is around... Three years, just wow. before, just before the global pandemic, and that yes. so that shows how long ago it was because that that seems like a lifetime ago. I know. Weirdly talking about that with um, my three year old this morning, trying to make her understand because she was we had the news on, and obviously the game for all the whole Boris Johnson nonsense, and yeah, she, she obviously she was alive but very small, but she couldn't understand it, and it's like one day she, would, she wouldn't. Pe- people who didn't didn't live it will, will never believe it. Yeah, exactly. It'd be one of those things in history classes they learn, and yeah, but that's definitely not go back there. That's remember no. the good times instead. Before that, absolutely, we're always talking about Panini. What made me laugh? What I was going to say in that intro is when I was texting you earlier. You're on my phone as Greg Panini, <laughs> so it's like you are Mr. Panini. As, as long as I don't don't get confused with uh, with making sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, just made me laugh. Brilliant. Um, so it's good to have you on. Um, I think that firstly, that's well, we're going to talk about Panini's '90s collections, which we have covered in various podcasts before but we'll touch on them because it's always good to go down uh that road we actually had a brief mention of them on the last show with um with ed who was talking about his first memories of collecting stickers and, and so was i so we'll might, might mention that as well later on um but the the reason we got you back on i mean there's been one book before which we'll maybe we'll talk about later as well but there's a new book that's literally just been released and i'm gonna i don't know if they'll hear this in the sound let me put my mic down how absolutely I don't know if that hit. I don't know if that all good audio, but it's absolutely humongous. I did put it on uh, Twitter last week. It's the complete albums, UK football st- sticker collections, nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety three. People would have seen these before because I've got the World Cup one in my office as well, and they are literally the sticker collections put in a book. And this time you're involved. Just give it a bit of plug. Tell us about the how it's come about and what it really entails, and just generally about the book itself. Yeah, well, this is this is volume two. So volume one was released uh, last year, which covered the football 78 to football 85 
Panini UK albums. And uh, so, as, as you said, it was every page, every album. Um, so you needed a sturdy coffee table for that one. <laughs> yeah. But that was uh, about 500, 500. I think that's even slightly bigger. Um, and then this one uh, covers Football 86 to Football 93. Again, all the Panini UK albums, including in 92, when they did separate albums for the English and the Scottish League. So every album, every sticker, uh, I think it's 524 pages, something like that, 4,000 stickers. It does what it says on the tin. But uh, it, as it's so hard to get these albums complete these, mm. these days, if you wanted to buy the originals, this is, this is perfect. Um, I was lucky enough to, to write the introduction. Um, Mark Lawrenson also also contributed, so uh, two two stalwart centre backs there together, and um, and yeah, I mean, it, to, considering this was my heyday of collecting, it was it was uh, it was great to to be in, involved in it, and um, and now I just like everyone else who collected and or who wasn't born and wants to look back on that period, could look back on it in one book and, and just remember about the, the players, the haircuts, the shirts, and lots of people you've forgotten about. Do you know what I think what's brilliant about it as well? Because when I got the World Cup one, which is also awesome, is, I think there's a Euro one as well, isn't there? Is there a yes, Euro? There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I need to get to my collection as well. But they don't just have the sticker pages, which is nostalgic enough to look through, which I love doing. And as you say, the kits, the players... But they've also got like the ads, the, the like even the kind of win the competitions, which obviously you can't enter yeah. now. But the, they've they've is literally the albums, isn't it? Yeah, those it's, days. A, it's everything. So it's if if you were to buy the book, uh, the if you were to buy the the actual albums, it's it's exactly the same. Uh, but uh, but the but one of the differences is there's no wonky stickers <laughs> and, there, and, there, and there's no gaps. Yeah, well, there are a couple of gaps because you can put. Um, I noticed that. I think you yes, did an like, update, right. yeah. couldn't you? And, they, yeah. they, and I was yeah. like, this that, that was in uh, football, the football 92, wasn't yeah. it? Where you put transfers in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people did that. So yeah. <laughs> in those days, there weren't as many players moving. Yeah. And, and obviously, you're also reliant on them having a sticker in the album. So yeah, that's true. It, yeah. It, it's not surprising that that was, that was a concept that didn't, didn't last beyond one album. Yeah. And what I also forget about these albums as well, and because everyone go, everyone remembers the stickers, the actual player stickers, and the shiny and the team sticker. But it's those kind of those extra ones that normally at the back of albums, yeah. sometimes are in the middle. Because I remember when Merlin took over the the ninety four album, and you had uh, there were program stickers and yeah. the two the two kit stickers. But Panini did a lot of really different variations of those. That there was what there was a particular page. I'm trying to find it now. When I was flicking through, um, when I was looking at it, there are like cartoon. Mm. like big caricatures yeah. yeah i'd compl- like literally i love this when it happens as well like when something because i th- you know having done a podcast having lived my life pretty much in the 90s and mm. a little bit of the 80s because it also crosses over there are very few things i go oh god i forgot about them yeah. but i saw those and i think it was like peter reed and paul gascoigne and tony adams yeah. and yeah. i completely i must have had them just someone give them to me randomly because i was very young at that point they wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't have had that album but but I love those kind of things, and I think I don't know if they they're a little bit lost in modern day sticker collecting. Those kind of random stickers at the end of the album. I think they, they well, no, I mean, I, I did notice that, uh, and I think they did it last year as well. But uh, the, for the Tops Champions League sticker album, they've got uh, some great Champions League moments. Oh, uh, nice, nice. In, and I mean, obviously, 
it's it's not it's only been going about thirty years, so it's not going back too far. But yeah, yeah. But you're, you're right in terms of those special features, and and a lot of those stickers now are, are drawing attention with the investor collectors. So that so in those sections, there are stickers for Maradona and Pelé mm. and, and, and Jimmy Greaves and George Best and players like that. So so a lot of people who are trying to add to their personal collections of those particular players are searching for those now, and mm. and they're. And they're now not just searching for them, but they're trying to get them in top condition and then, yeah. then get them graded and try to sell. I mean, it's since, since even since we spoke in at uh, the start of 2020, the 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 sticker collecting world has massively changed. I've never seen these on because what I've uh, one of my many plans to do in my office, you can't see this for the version, but what I've always wanted to do, and I'm kind of I've been in the middle of it for, for so long is on the ceiling. I was going to get a kind of mirage of QPR stickers throughout yeah. the years. And, and I've got quite a lot of them, not enough to quite feel the ceiling yet. And hopefully, one, uh, hopefully, hopefully a montage rather than a mirage. Otherwise you won't be able to see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're one with the words, not me. Um, yeah. And, and I have, well, there's not a QPR one of these, but what I noticed as well, I think it's more of the eighties album. They had these stickers. These are, these are just bonkers in my head. They're again, mm. illustration of a kit from like the 1950s yeah. and a kit from like, I think it's 86, 87. I think it's the one of the albums around that time. I've never seen that sticker anywhere online, but I'm, that's a really odd way, odd thing, but I kind of yeah, like it as, again, as a kit I mean, guy. That, that's obviously one for uh, kit fetishes. Yeah, 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 totally. A lot of which, exists these days and yeah. uh, as you say everybody everybody remembers the standard head and shoulders shots of each club but it, it is those sections uh that that, that 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 now stand out because they are different really do i'll try to find i can't find it now but no i've really I've, i'm going to find that one because i want to add it to my my collection of um which what's what we'll finally do and if they got back into the premier they could have some more but at the moment yeah. it came to a halt but that's a yeah. that's a modern day um, but no it's out now amazon all the usual places greg i imagine isn't it if they, people want to put it on their christmas list yes and uh, i will i will depending on when this comes out i will be have i will have copies available uh at the essex card show in brentwood on november the 11th Okay, uh, and also at the Essex Retro Football Show that I'm organising on December the the tenth, and and I, I'm particularly mentioning those because it's such a hefty book that it, it and sometimes it's nice to actually choose, pick your see your book and choose it rather than run the risk of it coming coming through the post. Uh, and and I I am also giving away free Bloomsbury tote bags with my books. Oh. There we go. You could quickly tell us about that because obviously we promoted it for, as well on the on the feed. How the Essex retro football shows? I mean, what how how are they doing? What are they like? What does it involve? Because if you're in the area, I'm sure it's a, and you're into this stuff, which you know me and you are clearly, and and other people would be. What does it involve, and and how's it been? Well, I, I have done many uh, football memorabilia affairs over the last couple of years promoting my various books, but. With three relatively young kids, it's it's difficult for me to to do as many as I would have, I would have liked because they're not they're not down the road from me. So I thought, why don't I organise one down the road from me? Literally uh, five minutes walk from uh, from where I live. So I I, I, I so I did that, and uh, in September was the first Essex Retro Football Show in in Loughton, uh, and it did so well that uh, we're doing a Christmas edition. And um, so, 
basically there's uh, lots of dealers in various strands of football memorabilia. So you're talking about uh, cards and stickers, programs, magazines, books, badges, photos, etc., etc. If you love your 80s, if you love your 90s, if you love your 70s, whatever your decade, if it's retro, you will love it. And and big um, and and Subutio as well. It's 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 the cross section uh, that 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 worked very well and, and has worked very well. And and of relevance to to the chat today, uh, Panini have very kindly offered giveaways as well. Nice. Um, and we've also uh, got a special guest uh, of the former shoot editor Peter Stewart coming down. Oh, okay. From seventy nine to ninety two, uh, and was then West Ham media manager after that. So so he's going to be. Uh, reminiscing about uh, about his 13 years as uh, a shoot manager. And obviously they had a big tie-up with Panini during that time, giving away the album. Uh, a lot of people would, uh, that's that's where they get their album because it, it, because there were no giveaways in supermarkets and shops in those days. So you, you wanted to start collecting your Football 86 or whatever, you bought shoot. Uh, so so I'm sure he'll, he'll be talking about Panini as well. So, um, so yeah, it's... Uh, it's whatever strand of football and shirts as well. Whatever strand of football memorabilia you love, uh, and if you love football nostalgia, it's uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. Even even though I'm the one uh, organising it, uh, it sounds right in our wheelhouse, Greg. Definitely, it, it, it's something that if I was in the area and I'm, do you know what? I'm going to try. I would definitely uh, pop by. Although I get told off the amount of nostalgia stuff that's yeah. in my office already. Um, <laughs> sort out the loft is one of our. Uh, something we're going to do over the christmas period which sounds like the most exciting thing ever but most of it's my stuff that i try to keep hold of as well um you mentioned the other uh, the other book as well that came out since the last we spoke to you which is kind of more of the anthology i suppose i'd call it isn't it of the the panini stickers and and how it came to the forefront or anything like that so that that's something else you've been, you worked on since we last spoke isn't it yeah so so 2021 was uh uh, Panini football stickers, the official celebration. Uh, so that that was to to mark the 60th anniversary. So that that covers um, the, the whole range of stickers uh, since since the early 60s Calciatore debut uh, up till 2021. Um, and as you say, tell, tells the Panini story, but in a in, a, in an image based way. Um, next year, uh, so uh, so in 2022, then uh, I. Helped on the 78, 75, uh, 78 to 85 collaboration. Now we've got the 86 to 93 one. And next year, uh, there will be another uh, Panini Bloomsbury collaboration that I'm working on. Uh, that I hope in the next few weeks uh, that it will appear on Amazon so people can see what it what it's going to be. I can't talk about it yet, but uh, it's going to be Top secret, exciting. people. Top and secret. I'm sure, um, I'm sure it will uh, merit another uh, podcast chat. Um, when it comes out in in august okay excellent well we'll book that one in for sure because mm. we could talk about that in, in more detail then i was just looking at that match advert that's in one of these as well that i pointed that out that's that's in the later 90s one because that's just well, yeah. well that's it shoot uh shoot uh were the ones who gave it gave the album away until 89 and then then it was given away with match after that one once the uh once Rupert, uh, oh, sorry, once Robert Maxwell took over and the uh, and the and the four employees went to Merlin, that's when things changed. And and you can see that from from the albums as well. If if you if you look at the eight ninety two and ninety three, they're a lot smaller. Uh, the, the the badges have gone, the managers have gone, and uh, you can you can definitely see a big sea change and that that things weren't going as well for 
uh, Panini by that point. On that, that's that's take a little step back. That's little. Let's get some little history lesson while we've got you on. I mean, it's something that we've covered in the past, but it's always good to to send on listening for the first time and just while this is out, while it's in the forefront of people's memories. Kind of Panini in the eighties, like were the, they were the kings, were they? They were the, they had the football stickers. People of probably of the decade just before this podcast would would say Panini. I think a lot of some people that listen to this kind of resonate more with the Merling albums that came mm. after Panini. But I mean, Robert Wax, as you mentioned, made such a massive part. Where were we with Panini then? Kind of mid eighties going into the you know the, the early nineties. Yeah, well, at the start of this book, Football eighty six. Uh, Panini were in their golden era. Uh, the, the following year, they they sold a hundred million packets for for the for the first time yeah. for their Football '87 and all all of the albums veered around that that figure at, at, at that time. So it was uh, there. There was barely another football collection out there, and when there was. It was really bad. So certainly compared to uh, compared to the, the Panini collection. So football eighty eight again going really well again around the hundred million packet mark. Uh, but but then uh, when Maxwell decided to buy the company in the summer of eighty eight, that's where the sea change happened. So a number of uh, key Panini employees decided that they couldn't work for him uh one had had worked for him uh in in the mirror group in the past so um had had, had links to him and, and it, it wasn't difficult to to understand the reputation of him if you if you worked in the industry and if you hadn't worked with him before uh so so four of them decided that uh that they were going to leave but collectibles and stickers was their their life it was their knowledge so they, they didn't want to leave the industry so they decided to set up uh, Merlin, uh, which uh, which would have been in early. The discussions were going on in late eighty eight, but it was it was eighty nine when they when they properly founded Merlin, and their their first football sticker album came out, which was Merlin's Team ninety, oh, uh, yeah. covering the eighty nine ninety season. So by that point, uh, the start of the nineties, uh, Panini are under under new management. Overall, with, with Maxwell, but also the the Panini UK staff have, have changed, um, and and the albums. As I say, if you, if you were to look through the albums, they start to change. And, yeah. and part of the reason for that was because uh, the, the licensing situation was 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 changing. So, ProSet cards came in 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 1991. Very loved collection. Um, yeah. So so cards also. Mm became a thing again which it wasn't in the uk in the in, in the 80s in terms of cards uh and 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 also with, with proset then licenses seemed to seem to become a bit blurred so there was a, a company that would have the fa license there was a company that would have the pfa license yeah there was a company that would have individual clubs licenses so so everything became cannibalized the, the following season, 91-92, you had two more card sets. Uh, Panini did one, uh, and then you just you had Shooting Stars, which yep. was linked to Merlin, but they didn't put their name to it. Right. And and that also, uh, during that season, they also Panini also did separate English and Scottish sticker albums for the first time, and there were no shiny badges for the English clubs. 
So they were for the Scottish, but uh, not not for the English club. So and so it just wasn't the same. And then by the last album of the of the of this of this book, which was Panini's last mm. um, conventional album, you you can say for for many years, Football '93. So there was no Scottish uh, spin-off, and there was uh, again there were no badges, and uh, there were really. Uh, Really blank, isn't it? That 276 one. stickers in yeah. book, which was a, a pale imitation. So yeah. it, it was clear that uh, when the Premier League were looking to to award the rights for someone for the following season for the official sticker album, that that Panini were going to be struggling, and and so it so it told uh, Merlin took over. Mm. I'm just looking at those two albums. You, you're right. Like the the '93 one. I remember the, the actual stickers at the time and the head, the classic head and shoulders. But on the pages. It's literally just that, isn't it? And there's only yeah. one, two, three, four, six, so 12, yeah, 12 yeah. players on each blade. Mm. And there's no badges, no teams. And then that's no manager, it. no nothing. And that was a Maxwell decision or just a cost cut? No, no, it was more of a uh, financial decision. P- Panini UK's, and with every Panini uh, company, their, uh, their, their budget was massively reduced yeah. uh, from from the start of the nineties, so they, they just couldn't do uh, what 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 they were what, what they were doing in the in the past. Yeah, it's a great match advert at the end of that one. Actually, it's a proper early nineties three D when match went three D and Gaza on the front. That's a classic, absolute classic. Also, it was weird that the album before that, Football ninety two, is the stickers changed, don't they? So we've gone from these head and shoulder classics. Yeah. To these kind of action shots, yeah. which I don't know, I can't work out if I prefer or if I'm a fan. Where do they sit with you, Greg? Are you a fan I think, or? I well, I when especially when you look at a book like that and it's head and shoulder after yeah. head and shoulder. I, I think it's it's something different. So mm. I, I think and when I was covering that album for the 60th anniversary book, it was it was actually quite interesting to try to work out what games. The shots were. Oh, okay. And uh, so, game, so that's a game and a half. That is. Yeah, but some <laughs> some of them were. You could all you could tell what goals they were. For yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there, there's an Ian Wright one from uh, so the, an early uh, Ian Wright game for Arsenal and scoring a goal against Chelsea, for example. Yeah. Uh, so so I think those are the type of stickers I would imagine that again people looking for for stickers for personal collections of uh, of. Of specific players, those are actually nice, nice ones to have. Yeah, do you think they came? And, from the- and there's sorry, there, and there's, there's also uh, one sticker that stands out in that uh, English Football '92 set is John Solarco in a goalkeeper's shirt. What? Uh, he, Where is that? He, he, he'd taken over. Um, who would it have been in goal? Um, so it'll be on the Crystal Palace page. Uh, uh, Nigel Martin. So he would have been sent off. And then, and then you've got a picture of um, John Solarco donning the goalkeeper <laughs> yes. shirt. You have, yeah. What a random picture to choose. Yeah. Brilliant. I was just looking at the QPR page, trying to guess the actual, like you did, like the game. But I think a lot yeah. of them's taken from the same game. I think yes, a lot. Yeah, they genuinely are because it, it, it had to be early season games. Yeah. So, so you, you were limited to uh, August and, uh, and, and September games. Or pre-season. There's, there's one there. That one, a Yankee scale, looks like it's a it's a pre-season photo for sure. Um, but I, I, yeah, did you think that stems from the cards? Because as you mentioned, Proset there, Proset's cards were very similar in terms of they were an action shot, were they? Do you think yeah. that was Panini's thinking that they might have gone down that route? It, I, 
I think there's I think there's there's every chance, but but also again it it could have been due to licenses and not yeah. being able to get every single club's head and shoulders. True, uh, yeah. and so at that point uh, you have uh, you have a decision to make. Uh, and and just just thinking about those those action shots and, and you saying that one was from a pre-season, it reminded me that the uh, that the Alan Shearer uh, sticker, which is which is his first ever Panini sticker, that actually came from a pre-season game in in, in Scotland. Oh, okay. So uh, so that that's really random. Yeah, it is really random. Yeah, I, they've got a, twelve of the best from the second division. I always like these those sort of stickers as well. It's like when the, yeah. when Merlin did Stars of the yeah. Future, and I had like Jamie Forrester is one. Yeah. I always Darren Kasky. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, these are more there's established. A, there, there's a Peter Shilton in that one. There's there? a Peter Shilton. Not one of the future. No, there's a. This is one though. Romeo Zondaravan of Ipswich. I bet only Ipswich fans will remember that name. But then, oh yeah. no, no, Romeo Zondaravan. Yeah, uh, Ipswich West Brom Dutch. Yeah. Uh, Dutch. Dutch player, so more 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 of an eighties, so more of an eighties name time. there. But then there's like John Aldridge, Steve Ball, David yeah. Speedy, a young Dion Dublin, Andy Much, Jason Dazelle. I love those kind of stickers. It's really, and then I, I got another great advert. But no, this yeah, they are fascinating collections. The, the early ninety Panini ones. I mean, we know what happened next, license wise, because we've talked about the Merlin before. But Panini, when then after that, went through these different stages, didn't they, with football stickers? Because I always remember the PFA mm-hmm. albums that had players in these weird white jackets that's that's yeah, quite an odd one that's that, that's obviously all license related yeah so, uh, so they could use their faces but they couldn't use anything uh, anything to do with the respective kits that they use so they just uh, at, at various stages they, they all had the same track suits on or sometimes they did color coordinated track so an Everton <laughs> player would have a blue track suit yeah Arsenal player would have a red uh, track suit without any without any branding on and they yeah they, they did three of those albums so 95 96 to 97 98 um a, again there are actually some interesting stickers uh that are some 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 artists impressions and some some 3d type oh yeah i remember those yeah, yeah, 19, yeah. 97 98 so With the so world went 3d again, mad yeah yeah are, are sought after for certain players yeah. and and it, there's also a very early david beckham in there uh, from ninety six, ninety seven. Belong curtains, yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. So again, that a few years ago could probably got for a couple of pounds. Now, now it's all changed. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, and they did, and they also had the uh, nation, like it would have been the nationwide division yes. at the time, didn't they? They did the lower league. Yes, they albums. did. They did a bit a few of those up to uh, up to about twenty ten, I think. So on and off, not yeah. not consistent, but. Uh, so you never know. There might be a potential to do a compilation of those. That's what's going to be my next question. Do you think there might, even though it's a really odd kind of section of Panini's history, it's kind of for collectors and someone who, and like us, who kind of lived through it. I think that'd be quite an interesting follow-up. I think, there, yeah, kinda... I, I think that might. I mean, it obviously has been mentioned uh, with mm. the publishers, but I, I think it will be a harder sell because selling the seventy-eight to eighty-five and the eighty-six to ninety-three. You've got all these collectors who look yeah. at that book and think, "Oh, I remember that album. Oh, I collected that. That was my era." But there aren't many people who will look back at the nineties collecting and and remember it as a Panini era. Yeah, it was a it, it was a Merlin era. Mm, it was a Merlin era. So I, but- there there is potential, and again, there have been just discussions, but they haven't they haven't gone for it yet. Yeah, obviously, there's potential for a a Merlin. Oh, that would be very good. Yeah, but now, as now I, tops, as I of have, course. Yeah. As I have my connections with Panini, uh, 
they they might uh, they, they might want to hold fire on that one. Yeah, and, and their their rivalry is still quite fierce. Their, oh, their yeah, rivalry yeah. is I mean, very fierce. As, as stuck on you um, told uh, told the tale that there's always if, if I mean it's the same of any industry. If there's two big companies yeah. vying for contracts, they're not going to like each other, and uh, and they still don't like each other. So. Obviously, uh, Merlin was bought by Tops, who is now bought by Fanatics. Yeah. So now, uh, Fanatics and Panini are in, in the law court suing each other. <laughs> I did. I knew that. I got called a first taste of this, really, because I worked on the WWE Tops collections um, a couple of years ago. I did a sticker collection and a card yeah. collection, and I put out a tweet uh, at one point promoting it, and I think I used the hashtag "Got Got Need." Which is oh. which I didn't re- realize at that time is actually a Panini hashtag. Like it's not a collector point thing, and I had to change it or delete well, the tweet or something. I'm, I'm actually. Uh... Oh, look at that! He's, he's t- right, for those obviously audio. He's wearing a jumper that says "Got Got Need." So that is a, so I I learned at that point that's a Panini term. That's not yes. a sticker collected. Do they? So they, is it legally their term, or is it just something that they use? I think it is now. Yeah, it wasn't uh, actually that that long ago because yeah. I think I, I think. 2014 was uh, was when they officially used it on uh, Twitter as it was then yeah. as a hashtag because uh, and I remember speaking to Panini employees at the time and, and asking me to, to look back into the old albums to, to see if uh, to see how often they'd used it and if they did use it regularly but yeah. it was interchangeable then um, so there, there was all sorts of different slogans uh, keep sticking and, and mm. not and all all, all all sorts of different variations. But yeah, yeah. Gottney wasn't wasn't the one that was always used. So I think in 2014 they 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 decided that they were going to uh, use it as their official one. And obviously, when we were in the playgrounds collecting, we I would got, yeah. we would say it. But all, I, I would also remember saying got not got as well. Oh, uh, it was always got got need. That was always yeah. That was definitely. I could still see myself in science class under the table. Like not listening, and we're going through stickers and got got they they need it, and then trying to persuade yeah. someone that I want that shiny. Here's two Mark Crossleys, or oh, it's always Mark Crossley. I had so many Mark Crossleys in '94. They must have they must have made so many of them, so many <laughs> of them. Um, just I'll, I'll just keep going through this album. It's just it's so. What I was going to ask you as well. I don't know if that you've come across this. Is there like a slight snobbery to this kind of book from the sticker world because? In the kit world, when they remake kits, and I'm guilty of this, I don't like the retro remakes that don't have the sportswear. For anyone who saw The Rock this week in Halloween wearing a David yeah, Beckham yeah. Man United shirt, which wasn't yeah. even a real shirt. Grr. Is there a, is there a little bit, even though it's official, is there like a, a theory from some collectors that, you you know, it's not real because you have to have the, the actual albums? Yeah, I, I, I have seen some people on social media saying, uh, oh, it's... As you say, it's it's not the actual albums, and why don't you just buy the albums? And well, if you wanted to buy every complete album from Football eighty six to ninety three, including the Scottish one, in in good condition as well. Yeah, yeah, you need it in good you're, condition. You're looking at you're you're starting at a thousand pounds if you want it in the condition. Yeah, that yeah. And yeah. Strangely, not not everybody has <laughs> not at the moment, no. <laughs> but they do have thirty five pounds. Yeah. Some more, more, yeah, more people have that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can, I can see, I can see that argument, but why why not have both if, uh, if you feel that, uh, that, that you must have the albums? But, uh, as I say, not, I, even, I I haven't got a complete, um, 
well, I certainly haven't got a complete Scottish football ninety two. Yeah, and uh, and you go on, uh, you go on eBay and try and find a a complete English football ninety two or or even ninety three. They don't pop up very often. No, nah. so, and it, it actually, um, and same goes for the for the packets of some of these albums. And it, it actually yeah. reminded me uh, of something that that we were going to do. And I'm actually quite pleased that that we didn't do it now. That so I, th- I, I don't know if you remember, but I think probably about. Four or five years ago, we, we were going to buy uh, a packet of every uh, of every Panini and Merlin uh, stick, UK sticker album from, from Football '78 yeah. uh, Merlin's '99 album, and we were going to open them. Uh, well, had we opened them, that would have been uh, hundreds and hundreds of pounds down the drain because some <laughs> of these packets now, yeah. for Football '85, for example. You you will have to spend about hundred pounds for an unopened packet of wow. these days. Yeah, alive and sticking wasn't that? I think we called that, yes. didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just still thinks great. It's a great. Oh, name. It is. It is. It, I, I I just if I acquired the packets now, I just uh, I, I just, especially with young kids, I I, I can't I, I couldn't open a packet yeah. of football eighty five now because I, I'm I'm throwing. A hundred pounds down the drain, yeah. and that's now. As as time goes on, it's going to be even more sought after. Yeah, I like the fact that you mentioned packets. They show the packets in here because I think yes. that's something you always forget as well. Like you re- always remember the front of the album. You always remember yeah. what the, the style of the stickers. But there are because some of them, I'm not sure if it's here, but they had different. Some of them went different, uh, like variations. Yeah, 90, uh, 91 had a had two collections. Yeah, uh, two packets. So one had the the files and the uh, the managers and the, the I think. The, the the special stickers yeah yeah, yeah. It was the players collection uh later on in the season but some some of the packets that are, that are shot for the book are actually mine because even, ah. panini, even panini didn't have uh they they definitely didn't have the scottish football 92 and i think there was another one that they also didn't have so it just just goes to show even in panini don't have everything yeah i always like the action shots of the covers as well like i, I get it the posed like we see in today in Panini, obviously you're going strong again with the Premier League license and the new album is all flashy and I've got, but there's something quite nice about just having an action shot. And especially it's really random, like 91 having the, the England Scotland clash on the front yes. of the, which is because also they're not even in the book because it's a domestic album. It's a, it's a very odd yeah. image. And, to uh, use. And, pre- and John, John Fashioner, I mean, he didn't play uh, many times. Yeah, of course it is. I just so, noticed it's John Fashioner. Yeah. So, so he's in there. Yeah. No, it, it they they all tell a story as well. For, yeah. For, so football eighty six, for example, has got Brian Talbot on it, and by by the time the album came out, he he'd left Arsenal. So so uh, he's actually in football eighty six for, for Watford. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I suppose the album's designed first. Yeah, and ninety three, the last one's got just a random Arsenal Leeds clash with just a boot in the face of Gary McAllister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David David Hillier's in that. One. David he, Hillier. He's, yeah. He's, but I've mentioned it to him on what was twitter at the time and he's quite proud of being on the on on, on the front cover but and football 87 as well has actually got uh andy gray for aston villa but uh do you do you recognize well I, I, it might take you a while to, to flick flick through it so, yeah uh but do you recognize the i can't uh, from yeah from the, i'm looking at the front cover yeah, it's obviously smaller no i can't from the front cover it's uh ian marshall yeah we played forever I don't, well, in, in, a, in a very rare early Everton. appearance uh Without the mop of hair as 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 a centre back. Yeah, oh, there we go. I'm trying to find it now, but it's going to be bad audio. So I'm going to have to look at that later for sure. Um, Greg, as, as always, it's been fascinating to look back at this. I mean, 
is there anything we haven't mentioned? I mean, we had talked about these special stickers earlier on. You were telling me over text during the week that they're they're really sought after now, aren't they? Like you mentioned earlier, the Pele's and the World Cup ones. I've noticed flicking through the rookie cards. They've really become. Is this because there was less of them at the time in the albums? Why have they become such a sought after sticker collector? Well, in terms of the rookies, that the reason why they've become sought after in in Europe is because uh, it's. Uh, you can blame it or uh, put it down to the the, uh, the North American uh, card and sticker collecting market, mm. mainly cards for them. So the rookies has always been a concept for them for the for decades. So yeah, yeah, first the first sticker or card of a player or the first season of a of, of cards and stickers for for a player. Uh, so during the first lockdown in twenty twenty, they they start uh, people from collectors from America. Are, probably bored of their NFL or basketball or baseball collection, decided they were going to um, get involved in soccer to them, cards and stickers. So they started looking for rookies of, of players uh, in, in, in in football. Uh, and so you started seeing, uh, for instance, Paul Gascoigne's Football 87 sticker go up in uh, in value. Um, in, in terms of this book, 86 to 93, the uh, the the English Football '92 album is a is a is a big one for rookies because you've got Ryan Giggs, Alan Shearer, and um, and Roy Keane in terms of their their stickers. So yeah. two two of those did have a pro set season before, but uh, these but but they're quite easy to get. But an Alan Shearer from Football '92 uh, is much harder to get. Same same with uh, same with Roy Roy Keane, uh, and and also it's a lot harder to get. A sticker in in mint condition, mm. especially for that era. So al- although there are plenty of Paul Gascoigne Football '87 rookies out there, try getting one in a, in a top top condition, and there won't be many. So if if you do have one of those, that is where the real value lies. Keep hold of it. Could be your mortgage there, right there. Yeah. A, a Paul Gascoigne rookie card. Because uh, I mean, the term rookie is not even a you know, it's not an English football term. No, is it? no, it's no, very... no. I mean, yeah, they are the, the American North American collectors are responsible for for the uh, the huge increase in card and, and sticker collect. I mean, it, when when we last spoke in twenty twenty, I'm not even sure there was a show dedicated to cards and stickers in in the UK. Mm-hmm. There, you can probably go to a card or sticker sh- and stickers show. Also, p- Pokemon and and the like. Probably every other week these these yeah. days in, in the UK. And uh, you you you'd have to, sometimes you have to pay fifteen twenty pounds for entry, even more wow. if if you if you want an early bird ticket. Yeah, yeah. But it's just uh, it's just completely exploded. Uh, yeah. and it's great. It's great for someone who's uh, writing books about Panini stickers <laughs> and, and also has uh, more coming up. But yeah. Uh, I, although I said I've got one in 2024, I haven't even mentioned the one planned for 2025 yet. So. Wow, well, he's a busy man. He's a busy yeah, man. I'll, do, I'll, I'll just keep. I'll, 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 as long as you do your podcast, I'll never stop coming. <laughs> That's fine with if, us. If, if invited. Yeah, of course, always, always welcome, Greg. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll definitely do some more when those books come out. Um, if you ever do a WWE version, you know, you know, I'm here. I'm your man. I did a yeah. Uh, a Absolutely. very good article on the stickers, um, if I say so myself, of because they also have an interesting story with the Merlin. Oh, and... yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they all. It's it's not just obviously we're here to talk about football, but uh, there's there's so many different sports that uh, 
are have an have an untapped football is not untapped, but the, the likes of F one just just exploded a few years ago because they 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 hadn't had a card set for years and years. So so when Tops did one, every every, every driver was a rookie. Yeah, and uh, and from from that period, that's just uh, that, that's just exploded. I, I, and 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 obviously back back to football, Panini is doing a, a women's uh, Super League now. Yeah, for the first time great. in December. So so. I think people are potentially going to be trawling back through the archives and, and looking for. There isn't a big archive, but um, they're going to be looking for for, for women's players uh, for for as far back as they can go. And and there's all these markets that uh, that, that are, are there to be developed. Yeah. Well, I mean, as well, sticker collections are outside of sport as well. We had this discussion last week because the first time I ever remember a sticker album in general was my cousin had a neighbour's sticker yeah. album i don't really yeah. know why or... watch there was as well yeah i know and obviously i've said wwe and i remember film tie-ins at the, yeah. it's it's i mean and, and panini were a huge part of that it's not just merlin so i'm not sure there's untapped variations yeah. you can definitely go down um greg if people do want to speak to you about anything panini or sticker or collectibles where can they find you on the social uh, you can find me at Panini underscore book on X, as they call it these yeah. days. Oh, yeah, we've decided, uh, we've decided we're still sticking to Twitter. We're not calling underscore. it X. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, the, so the, there's the Twitter. Uh, there is an Essex Retro Football Show Facebook page. Cool. Uh, and you can also find more about that show on uh, greglansdown.co.uk. Good stuff. Greg, thank you very much as always. Uh, we'll be back soon talking more 90s, of course, and Ed will be back with us as well. He's he's off sick today, the poor lad. Um, so get well soon, Ed, and we will uh, see you soon. Until next time, keep it 90s. <laughs>